Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. Join hands. Start a love train. (laughs) It's a beautiful day in paradise, you guys. So glad you're here to join us as we recap episode, oh my goodness, um, 15? 15. Mm -hmm. Yes, 15, entitled Past Lives, Open Minds, Mm -hmm, I guess. Who gets paid to do this? This, this job. You really don't I know. I mean, I would do it if they paid me. Possibly. Depends on what the payment looks like. But I mean, you know, they're only working with the material they got. So what can you do? Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like they're on a tight budget. <laughs> <laughs> well. Okay. Uh, so, Tamara, yes. any updates from the streets? Have you noticed anything? So I noticed a few things, and I actually Ooh. shared them with Jade. Um, so, you know, I was looking at, uh, young Mirla, she was out there in the streets of Houston and I guess it's baseball season. And so I forgot the team. Goodness. What's the Houston team? Is it the Astros? The Astros. Yeah. Okay. So I guess they were at an Astros game and she was at the house. I don't know. She was out and She was out and about. So Mirla was wearing like an Astros shirt. Or maybe it was a jersey, and she like you know put it in like a little um, what's it called when you like when tie you like it tie it up in the front yeah, yeah she like tied it up in the front so the midriff was showing, and then she had on the shortest denim shorts. I didn't know they sell denim shorts like that anymore. Um, very short look at that pose. denim short, um, and then um, then she had on some I think it was uh, Gucci wedges. Like white wedges, like sandal wedges. It was, and then she had it was on a the typical Mila look. Then she had on the Gucci belt. It was alarming. Um, it was quite alarming. I don't know if she if the photo is still up because it was a story, but I immediately sent it to you because I was like, Whoa. Yes, I saw she posted herself at the game as well. So I think the one in the story was like before she left the house. And this one, it looks like it says built for... October. I think it's just a t-shirt that's tied up and then these shorts with the pockets hanging out the bottom. Oh, I guess no. it's a Gucci belt with the Gucci shorts. I'm going to send it to you. Um, well, it, real you time. Know, yeah, because you guys, like, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> the red lip. Oh, my the, God. You guys. These are like, are these espadrilles? Is that what those shoes are called? Wow, because they're the ones that tie at the at the ankle. I don't know. She has a whole look going on. Um, It looks like Brett is here and Rachel and some other person. (laughs) I think that's Rachel's Um, mom. Oh, oh, is it? It looks kind of like her. Yeah, the cheeks. I see that. Okay. But y'all, Mirla and this like, okay, here's the thing. Let me really explain these shorts because I don't think you're really getting like the picture here. So these shorts are are like low rise, a la circa a la two thousand and seven. <laughs> so Mirla likes things like that because you remember she was wearing that True Religion, yeah, on the show. That I'm sure she invested money into that a long time ago. But 
I don't think it's current, you know. Oh, and these the oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize the uh, these wedges were Gucci as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she's holding like a Louis Vuitton clutch. It's just so much happening, you guys. Um, so they were out in the streets at the baseball game. I've actually never been to a baseball game before. Hmm. Um, I don't know if I. I think I may have, but not like a major league team like the Astros. Okay. But you know, but blessings to everyone involved. Um, that was something that I just could not look <laughs> away from. Someone um, in her comments said, you're dressing too young. Da, da, is da, that da, what da. it's called? I wouldn't even say. Well, there are some like some good comments. It looks like Rachel commented and um, Karen commented. A lot of people were like, oh, it goes so gorgeous. Da, 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 da. One woman but then this one person. Big belly. Is she serious? She's trolling. <laughs> <laughs> no, Manila doesn't have a big belly. There is we no should, belly. Gonna... Like, oh, yeah, I'm goodness. seeing everyone. Everyone said, "Oh yeah, you're dressing too young." I'd be like, "You're dressing yeah. too old, actually." <laughs> it's it's a lot. It looks like she's going back and forth with someone. She is. Girl, oh, I see the big belly time. comment. Ooh, <laughs> it's... <Big> belly. <laughs> Then someone said, Girl, what does this even mean? Big, ba- big belly there, women? That's why, that's what is she's this? trolling. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, then one girl said, love your shoes. Do you really? Girl. Uh, that person has okay. one Someone it's, said, It's always interesting Gucci to see purse? this. <laughs> Y'all Maybe she doesn't it. have one. One girl, oh, this old woman said, your outfit is everything. Oh. <laughs> Somebody said game day, make it fabulous. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Love your okay. shoes. Where can I buy? She's like at Gucci. <laughs> yeah, one girl said that girl Gucci down. Y'all need to Oh, okay, I see. Girl, what? where is the Gucci purse? They're all in my closet. So I oh don't know. Oh my god. Then one woman said, just order these wedges. Okay, maybe I'm okay, maybe it's me, y'all. Maybe I'm in the, it, in the it could be us. We don't know. Damn. We don't we don't do the Gucci apparently, so that's that's why we don't know. That's probably what it is. <laughs> you know what? Maybe it's rich people problems, and I just can't relate. So yeah. you know, forgive me. Um, well, it looks like Mirla does respond to comments. If y'all want right? to comment on her post, it looks like she's very active. She's interacting with people. You know, yeah, she be engaging. She she engages with them. That's true. Wedges yeah, are so cute. Okay. I mean, hmm. okay, you guys, it's me. Everyone's loving the shoes, you know? So, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't it's... think any one article is the problem. I think it's the combination that's a little bit challenging. But I think we could have done a better, a better thing. So, which one of these things would you have worn in your everyday style? The shirt. What? <laughs> maybe the shirt maybe not tied up but i would just wear a shirt to you know wear a shirt yeah the shorts don't know don't know if i'd wear those wedges espadrille things um the clutch you know that could be wearable yeah yeah definitely the clutch for sure it's the clutch um and then the shirt for me i'm not wearing daisy dukes or anything yeah. like that um, I can't believe and, someone says she has a big belly. People are. She can't be serious. I really hope not, because I'm like, y'all, this is why no people way. have body image issues already. Well, and then Marilyn responded like, are you serious? Because like, yeah. truly, I don't think she's being serious. Um, oh, my goodness. So, yeah. so then transitioning over to another fashionista, uh, Dr. Viviana. Ooh. 
So y'all know y'all have these like little TikToks where, you know, you're looking like you're in your pajamas and then you do some sort of wild transition and then you're like, well, stunning. Um, (laughs) So Dr. Viviana did a version of that. um, And I don't know, you guys, it was giving lackluster. She was wearing like just a regular T-shirt and then she like did some transition with her hand and then she was in some sparkly dress. We can't even see the full thing. Uh, because she's on a landscape, um, so I don't even know <laughs> what it is, what it looks like beyond um, her. Um, we just see her upper body. I, I don't know what she's got on down there. Um, and then just everything was just feeling. I don't know. Can you explain it to us, Jade? I was just like, I'm very <laughs> underwhelmed. I just, I'm still on Mira's Instagram. I'm just sending you we the, the post. We got a I, I know, I know. But, you know, Dr. Viana does stuff all the time. I just don't pay her any mind because she's just <laughs> in her own world. Oh, um, okay. So Jada sent me another photo of Mirla with these, um, is, are they es- espadrilles, wedges? I, I don't know what the difference is, but. Awful. Sure. I mean, just awful and then another one of oh my god this is like uh oops i did it again or no is that the wrong video actually you know what apparently this is ivy park and the shoes are louis vuitton i'm sorry no i'm sorry the shoes are louboutins my bad um why is there a heart on her okay i don't maybe the shirt comes that way Okay, yeah, let's do. it looks actually, like it's that way in the other in the other photo too. It's yes, just yes, I see. Not and as the, visible. The poses are always really interesting as well. And then Rachel, <laughs> see, it's just I still don't know if this combination. It's not the outfits. It's not the articles that are yes, the problem. Combinations. It's just it's like too much or like you know too little. I don't know. It's just and the last photo here I do like. Um, Rachel's little outfit, little black jeans, nude heel, leather bra. It's just, this is a lot of like, I'm sorry, you guys. (laughs) Like, it's just, I am not familiar with like this social media, like Instagram flex. So like when I see it happening, I'm just like, oh, that's true. Really? Neither of us really post like outfits going out every chance you get. We don't, we don't do that. So So we just don't know. I just don't know what's going on. So that's why between Mirla and then with, um, Dr. Viviana. So you guys, we're gonna I'm gonna post these on our um, Instagram page if you're just curious to see these outfits and maybe you enjoy them, you know, maybe it's like this is great and you know, Dr. Viviana's attire, it just how old is she? Dr. Viviana, I would probably say is she forty at least? She's gotta be in her forties because it just feels oh Oh my goodness, speaking what? I see the outfit. Well, I still can't see a full thing in the outfit. She must not want us to see her shoes. She must not have shoes on unless she's wearing these Esperaldas that Mirla's wearing. Because I don't see any <laughs> photos with her in it. I don't know. Y'all know Dr. Viviana has her little style page and she does things. Um, I think a lot of Dr. Viviana's outfits are just based, trying to be based like on her body type because she's very hippie. Not a bad thing. Nothing wrong with yeah, a hippie woman. Nothing wrong with that at all. I think that's a cop out. I'm sorry. And so I've noticed that a lot of times on the bottom, she'll wear like darker or she'll wear things that are like uh, not as fitted. So I don't know, but I guess people always want to know where she's getting her clothes and they ask her. So that's how we got to this this point that we're at now with this mm-hmm. uh, style page. But oh I God. do remember, I guess she lives locally in Houston, but I think during... 
I just that season she was okay I just got I got not if you guys heard my phone buzz it's Thank definitely you. It's in my hand you see it <laughs> I remember she was supporting like some local boutiques down there. I thought that was good. Ooh. Okay, Dr. Viviana. So you guys, I'm gonna say with this outfit, she tried to match the background, like those same colors, the red, black, and white. I just don't. Wow, trying to match a background. That's, <laughs> that's something. Well, do you see like this on this? I don't know if this is like the second to last photo. The photo of her sitting down. There's like this little bin thing this fabric that's open with mm. stuff inside that looks like yeah. the same fabric in the skirt this was made wow. by some person oh my god you're right wow goodness all right details guys, gonna, people details we're gonna post all of these because i know you're probably like why are these bitches talking about fashion and shit and like y'all can't see it. we need to guys. we're gonna move to to a uh, a visual show <laughs> yeah. so you guys can get the full effect so basically you guys everything. that's what i was seeing in the streets of married for sight was this fashion or you know what have you i was just like well, what's going on so i had to that's that's just what i had to share i'm just sharing my stories okay this is what I experienced on Instagram. And, you know, I just, that's just where we are today. So my apologies for the, for the <sighs> Yes. Okay. Let's bring it back to Boston. <sighs> Boston. Um, and these folks, this is the childhood episode. Speaking of which, it looks like Mira posted the thing she did for herself um, on her timeline. Or I guess like in her in her feed. Who? So if you want to go see her, it's Mirla from um, oh, when we what just talked about guys. Her little letter to herself. Um, oh. Yeah, she posted it recently, so I'm not sure I hate, why. You know how I feel about these letters. I think they can be helpful, but let's get into these ones. Um, <laughs> past lives, open minds. Don't know what one thing has to do with the other. Uh. We're driving back from the retreat. It looks like Lindsay has left the hospital. She's everybody's in their cars as they should be. <laughs> Mosing on back. Um our first interaction, I believe, is with Jasmina and Michael. He she asked him about the medium and he says he was surprised um that she mentioned his brother and two people with his brother and he kind of explains to Jasmina what that was all about. Um I'm still a little confused with the numbering, but he says someone picked his brother up from work that night and then there was like some road rage incident where that's where he was shot at. Yeah. Did that make sense to you? It did not. So Okay. The guy okay, so his brother was in the passenger seat because he said there were two other people in the car. Okay. But then why would the guy shoot in the passenger seat if it was a road rage, rage incident? Would he shoot the driver? Did he shoot everyone in the well, car? Well, I feel like if you, if the shooter pulled up on the right side of the car, the passenger, like he could be trying to aim at the driver, but the passenger seat is right there. So it depends oh, on I'm not how they pulled up. But I guess because his brother's in the passenger seat, he's just collateral. But, you know, this is why road rage is dangerous because some people have guns in their car. Yeah, and they clearly, um, you know, these people just be shooting. Just just shooting. Yeah. So, so oh, goodness. I mean, that was pretty sad. I don't know if he had told production about that part yet, these two people. But I was like, what are two people? I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's why I was very confused. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, as were we all, or me and you, I guess. 
Jasmina says she was shocked about the twins thing in a year and a half. And she's like, well, if that happens, that means we had a slip up. And I was like, huh, huh. <laughs> um, we'll see. Cause y'all don't have sex. So how y'all gonna... <laughs> right. I'm like, girl, <laughs> how y'all gonna have a slip up? <laughs> y'all not even kissing. Like, what? I don't even understand how, girl, please stop mm, it. That's kind of ambitious. A year and a half. And we don't even touch each other right now. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we could get there, but. (laughs) I mean, it really don't take much, but still, like, the way she's talking. See, let me, we'll get to it. I mean, marriages have been shorter, so we'll. We'll see. We'll see. I do want to mention one thing as we go into this next scene. Next scene, or I guess everybody pulls up. Anywho's. Katina, remember we were talking about her job and like what she's doing for work because he makes it sound like she's not working. Yeah. she It says she's a benefit calculation analyst. Yes, I saw that. What does that mean? Um, You know, I mean, similar <laughs> to the waste wastewater management. <laughs> I, I don't know what either of these means. Benefit. And what was it? Benefit what? Calculation Analyst. I thought we were looking it up. Calculation. <laughs> Analyst salary in Boston. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Well, hold on now. This can't Why are they acting like she ain't got no job? Oh, I know, this one says. here says 88000 annually. I was going to say Glassdoor says seventy three per year in the United States area with average salary of 54 well, But I mean, she is in Boston. And she don't have no degree. So, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it like that. I just... <laughs> I don't know what's happening with her. I need more. I need a lot more information about Katina because a lot of times I make it seem like she's not doing nothing at home. Maybe she's working part time. I just don't know. Well, I don't know. But she's 30 like, years old. So yeah, but we well, let's wait until we get into that because I have a lot of questions. OK, OK. Go ahead and do this scene and then we'll come um, back to this. So, oh, sorry. So we are here with Katina <laughs> the and one. Um she says that she really enjoys a road trip and she really loved the trip that they just came from with the couples. Um, they do a little chit chat. She says she wants to go on road trips during snow. He wants to ski. She says she wants to do the, the dog thing. Um, (laughs) and I think he says sleigh riding. (laughs) Sleigh riding. Um, you know, I, she's like, yeah, the sleigh. Yeah, and I'm like, you do know, sleigh riding is is like a horse draw or like reindeer. Like I don't know, <laughs> whatever. Um, so I noticed in this scene that Katina has no makeup on her confessional. Um, mm. and so either she's just exhausted or she's just like over it. I can't really tell. Um, but Katina said that she's been stepping out of her comfort zone, and she never thought that she would run with sheep. And Olajuwon says in his confessional that he is now concerned about their timeline. He wants to have kids in two years. And, you know, this would require a lot of sacrifices from him. She's not going to be done with school. Is he going to sacrifice traveling? And can he be satisfied with Katina having a lot on her plate? I mean, those are all great questions. He's obnoxious. But these people and these. (laughs) Between the sleigh rides and the sheep. I'm like, y'all don't like. And the gondola and the walking yes, gazebo. Like, I don't know what type of education. You know, I know that the Massachusetts has, you know, MIT, Harvard. Um, but like These are people in college. Or he has a degree. From Framingham. I feel like. 
<laughs> but I feel like knowing your animals is elementary. You don't learn that in college. Ask, or at least ask before you say something. I didn't know I always <laughs> ask. Like, well, what's that called again? Oh, great. Thank you. Sheep? Okay, but a sheep, though? And then running with sheep? Like, what? <laughs> Boy. Girl. The vocabulary it's... from these two people. <laughs> it just oh, seems oh like... My... Y'all... <laughs> I'm just so concerned. Their conversations seem so funny because it seems like they just keep going and they'll be like, yeah, 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 the dog slay. And I'm like, what? Wow. Thing with the dog. You're supposed to, you know, if your partner says something wrong or incorrect, you should, you should be like, hey, I don't want you to look crazy on TV. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Absolutely. But I they don't have the ability to do that for each other. <laughs> it's the blind just, leading the blind. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're just... Mixing up words, calling things different names. They just don't know. Unless they're just completely high out of their minds. Which could be an option as well. But I don't think being high makes you forget words. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know about that. That's true. Gazebos, gondolas, sheep. Gazebos, gondolas. Goodness, that's true. It's it's quite a few. They're packing up. The sleigh. Goodness. So she she meant dog sledding. Yeah, that's true. Whatever. Sled, sleigh. I guess those are similar, just like ganja and gondola. So, mm-hmm. so then after that, um, I believe we get like a little. I don't know who's talking. If this is Dr. Pepper, or I think it might be Dr. Pepper, um, but she says that um, all the spouses will be showing each other, or maybe it was Dr. Viviana. Actually, I can't remember. I think it was Dr. Viviana. Yeah, they'll be um, showing their spouses, you know, um, their past childhoods to build, you know, emotional intimacy. And then they'll also be doing that weird exercise of writing a letter to their younger self, which y'all all know after like two seasons of this, I hate. So stay tuned. <sighs> okay. Back to Jasmine and Michael. She's from Hartford, Connecticut. And um, she says she loves coming home. Not sure how far this is from Boston. Um, mm-hmm. But she's. Yeah, check that out for me. Uh, she says she loves coming home. She uh, has Michael pull up to the house. I guess the last house they lived at as a family mm-hmm. before the divorce. Oh, it's an hour. Um, and a half. Oh, that's not too bad. That's that's very convenient. Okay. Um, she talks about uh, she she says she has a memory of uh, like the bathtub in the house being green dad washing their hair in the bathtub but she also has a picture of that so she's like that's what she remembers um mm-hmm. like things were okay then i guess um we go to her i guess elementary school looks really huge but yeah we go to her school uh, she talks about her dad always being on the road for work she tells michael about her most favorite teacher miss Potaski or something like that oh it's um Dang it. Oh, yeah, Potaski. I don't know why I thought it was Bolaski. Potaski. That sounds very um, New England. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Miss Potaski was the teacher that really left an imprint on her, always, I guess, gave her a lot of attention and reassurance when things are bad at home, even though she wasn't talking about that. Michael kind of probes a little bit and says, you know, oh, do you think you'd be a teacher if it wasn't with her? Jasmina says, no, I don't think so. And then he says... You know, does she know that? Have you told her? And she, Jasmina hasn't. So I don't know if that's foreshadowing anything. But it seems like this teacher really changed things around for Jasmina, where her family was unstable. Mm-hmm. 
He seems, one thing I did notice is the uh, behavior in this scene. So as Jasmine is talking and sharing, you know, she doesn't share very often, but Michael is really engaged. He's asking questions. He's like right there with her. And I feel like it's just different when he's sharing with her and her, she's giving like the blank stare look usually every time he's sharing. She's quiet. She's not like saying anything, but she's just always, she's not as engaged and as he is. So I thought that was really nice. It's good to see that from Michael. She reads her letter to herself. She talks about her mom leaving, her dad leaving, her first stepmom never loving her and hugging her and, like, you know, really showing interest in her. She talks about Miss Potaski, the whole safe space thing. She starts to cry, and he hugs her, which is also different behavior. When he cries, she just is, like, you know, tapping him on the leg or something like that. She's never, like, (laughs) (laughs) embracing him. And so I was like, wow, look at that. He, this, he's okay. She just, she's not. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) he feels like they're making progress. He even tells her he's proud of her. And I I think she's not heard a lot of this um, before. And I guess with her history of only being in long distance relationships, I don't think she's really let anybody in. And I would bet that she has a lot of attachment issues because, you know, your mom left then your dad left and left you with your second stepmom, I guess. Yeah. Um, very sad. And now that's the person who's raising you, and now she's gotten me married to somebody else. I It just... I think if I was in that position as a kid, I'd be like, nobody wants me. Mm-hmm. You know, like... That's true. It's, it's kind of hard. And I don't know if... Well, I wonder where her biological mom is now, like if she knows anything about that woman. And I what keep went thinking on. of the song. Oh my goodness, who is the singer? Um, I think it's go Patty, ahead and sing it. I'll try. I'll name it. Maybe. No, I Ooh. can't sing this. But it was just like somebody. Somebody loves you, baby. Oh somebody yeah, that's Patty. Loves you, baby. Whoa, 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 whoa! Somebody loves you, baby. That's that's all I just wanted to say. <laughs> Jasmina needs a hug for real. Somebody loves you, baby. <laughs> like she she needs to go ahead and let this man love her and stop acting she like a hard ass. Like she, she needs just to be wrapped up in a huge hug. And I have in my notes yeah. here that the hug was weird. Because like <laughs> was it because his head was arched? Yes, and like the way their arms like kind of like <laughs> intermingled. I was like, I think she's not attracted to him because <laughs> that's what I, I don't think he's that much shorter than her. That hug was but... weird, though. I don't know because like, I, I like, did see him laying his head on her shoulder. <laughs> And that's what it is. That's that right I was there. like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunately it. So. Um, and it doesn't matter. She needs to be loved. And he, <laughs> he could love her if she would, you know, let him. But she's, goodness, she could be a whole other person should she be loved properly. Yeah, so, she be loved? I mean, if she would allow it to happen, I don't, she, she's kind of hard to get to know, I think. I mean, yeah. we haven't seen her cry this whole time. I'm sure they've had other reasons to cry. Um, um, so yeah, is, take a oh, drama. Is this Mark and Lindsay? Mm-hmm. Sneak peek. Her with okay. this diary cam. 
So we get a little she's always diary camming. She's giving us a diary cam and is saying that, you know, Mark has been through so much um, and that he's been saying that she's too much and that she spent all of last night listening to him say about how she is too much in too many ways. So then we get the little camera, like the little um, the camera that's hidden, like in the in the corners of the house that says that he was just saying, you're too this, you're too that, you're too hyper. You do this, you do this, blah, 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 blah. Is he wrong, though? No, he's not. He's just <laughs> saying, you know, you do this, you do that, you do this, you do that. And then she's just saying, you know what? He should find a lesser woman because she doesn't want to make herself any less than what she is. Between her and Olajuwon and these, like, Pinterest, um, you know, Tumblr poses, I don't know. Are they the two that need to be together at this point? Because I think it's between her, Olajuwon, and then Noi. Like mm, with these quotes, about that. When you deserve, quotes and things. When you think if you deserve <laughs> enough, you do or whatever shit. I don't know. <laughs> but oh, Mark said she's like pinching him. She's licking his ears. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh god. <laughs> I can feel like that was too much too. Like, dude, stop fucking touching. Me. Well, and like, it's, it doesn't have a purpose. So like, it's one thing if like. She were touching. She was touching him to like you know start you know you know to initiate romance. Yeah, but like pinching and licking and like come on now, Mm -hmm. like what is like what are we doing? Being annoying. Just I don't like that. Like if you gonna lick me, then you know like what? Like yeah, it's insane. Yeah. So apparently he told her she's too much and she's offended again. So. And then um, we move forward, I believe. Hold on. Is this Katina? Oh, did you see the cat spread eagle on the floor? Yes. The cat was like, I'm over it. And I'm over y'all. The cat is like, fuck this. Y'all are ridiculous. I Um, do scream and yell in this house. I thought that was so funny. But go ahead. Sorry. Um, So I think we transition. Is this Katina and Olajuwon? Mm-hmm. Okay. So... This is uh, Olajuwon. They are driving by the projects, I guess. This is his words, y'all. Not, not mine. <laughs> uh, they're driving to the projects. Um, he says that his mom was a single mom, and there were three brothers, two sisters, and four people living in a two-bedroom home. Have we met any of these people other than the one brother? Okay, first of all, let's address Matthew. You said... <laughs> Two brothers, three sisters. Is that what you said? I thought he said three brothers and two sisters, but then he said four. So that's people. five, and then he would be six. And then <laughs> I don't his know. His mama is seven. I, so. I swear to you, this is what he said, though. I'm sh- I believe you. I'm just saying, <laughs> math. So then maybe at some point someone moved out. Oh wait, no, hold on, hold on, because he said his brother's bedroom was in the attic. Wait. Okay, so they only the- had two bedrooms, but one person was living in the attic, and I think one person was in the garage. Is that right? Okay, but the sh- but he showed us projects. There is no attic, like it's an it's it's a building. Again, words mean things. I did see the lied. projects, and I he said he grew up in the projects, but I guess maybe they moved to a house at some point that was like still really small. Because I thought that tells like an attic. Is there attics in the projects in no. in Boston? I'm so confused. See, and that's why I'm like, you know, like, are you, tell us the real, like, all, like, three brothers, two sisters, four people, brother in the attic, what attic? Like, I don't understand. So already I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so then he says that, you know, he loves where he came from. 
Um, it's why he takes everything so serious and he hopes that she doesn't judge him. You know, he came from the projects and that's why, you know, he bought a house and sold a house and all sorts of shenanigans. Um, she said that she's happy that he is proud of his life before because some people try and hide their past. And he said that when he was growing up, you know, from the projects, you know, you can't be soft when you're growing up in the projects. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, you know, sometimes he just feels triggered. It goes back to his childhood <clears throat> and the projects. <laughs> he also was talking about playing football in the street. He was like, I can see you playing football. He was like, I used to be chunky then. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was a little fat kid and he, apparently at one point he told Katina he was 10 pounds when he was born goodness and she's knows. trying to have babies what he's this talking man. about I don't believe anything <laughs> he's saying um, so then um, he continues to talk about how you know Katina's mom apparently had a four bedroom house and two baths and Katina grew up in the suburbs and he says you know I'm glad that she never said you know I want a guy who's more proper and he thanks her for appreciating him. Like, what the fuck, Elijah? <clears throat> Y'all know I said like, last week. I feel like Elijah Wall is just saying things at this point. I mean, not particularly the same, but every time he's talking to Katina, it just feels very patronizing. And I'm like, what the? Like, why are you speaking in this way to, to her? I don't know. Yeah, that whole I thing just was don't just know. his life in the projects. I was like, I'm over it, yeah. actually. So. Yeah, he doesn't read a letter to himself, does he? No, he doesn't. At any sure. point in the episode, I don't no, think. he's the only person who did not. Oh, wait, did she do a letter? I don't think she did either. No, they didn't. You're right. So I was like, I feel like we haven't heard from some people, but. So some people do it. See, no. All or no one, okay? Everyone needs to do it no. or nobody do it. I guess we had to cut it out for, for I don't know what reasons. As we transition into the next scene, there's a song playing. And it says, playing with fire. Don't you know that you're playing with fire? So if you guessed Lindsay and Mark, you would be correct. (laughs) Dr. Pepper shows up at their unit. Initially, I'm not sure what she's doing because they didn't introduce that she'd be visiting people. But she shows up for them and um, they have to have another sit down with someone to try to figure out what's going on. Dr. Pepper's like, well, how can I help? What's going, like, talk to me, guys. And Mark says that his struggle has been good times, and there have been some very frustrating conversations he talks about when they were in Vermont. He mentioned the word hyper, and that triggered her, and he would never know that would be a trigger for her. Dr. Pepper's rebuttal is, well, hyper isn't a compliment. And he's like, you know. But it's a fact, though. That's mm-hmm. kind of how he looks. Um, and he brings up the whole, like, her being incessant with the with the playfulness. And he's like, well, she's just very, like, you know, high energy. I'll be laying down. And she wants to wrestle. And he <laughs> says he asks her to stop. And she keeps going. And she's like, well, no, you've never told me to stop. And he's like, I do. I say, stop, 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 stop. And she's like, well, no, you're like, stop, stop. And um, she's like, he's really playful about it. He's not like, stop, I don't like that. And we then see the clip of them in Vermont with her trying to get him out of the bed. And he is, you know, he's not giving a hard stop. So, but he does say stop means stop. So it's kind of weird. But I feel like he's scared to tell her like, stop I don't like it because she'll be upset so I think he's trying to keep things light by laughing and saying stop but 
I don't know if she's getting it. She says that he's justifying things um, during the arguments, but nothing ever gets resolved. She talks about her walls coming up, and she's not going to let him hurt her anymore. Dr. Pepper is like, well, you need to ask him if he doesn't care. Lynch is like, well, no, I don't want to ask him because I don't want to hear his answer. Um, I don't know if he's the right guy for me. She gets really dramatic, y'all. This girl, she's like <laughs> shutting down. I mean, y'all have seen the show, but every time something like this happens, she starts shutting down and going from like, you know, you're the best man ever and I love you to, ugh, I hate your guts. And that's kind of what she's doing in this scene with them and Dr. Pepper. Mark says he does care, but he doesn't do, and he doesn't do anything deliberately to hurt her. Lindsay says she doesn't feel considered. And Dr. Pepper says if Mark gave uh, Lindsay more attention, her behavior would probably decrease because Lindsay's saying he's on Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram and all these things when she needs attention. Mm. Lindsay also says she wants someone that will match her and someone that she won't have to chase. Um, she talks about someone that will want to try the food. And Dr. Pepper's like, well, Mark's been trying the food. He has mm. been. And Mark says, well, yeah, it's it, you need a baby step because every time we sit down, you're trying to make me eat something I want to eat. And we get another montage of him trying everything. Um, and he tells her, he kind of stands up for himself in this scene. And he's like, you need to let me get there. And he you know, starts talking after that. And he says, I know how to touch your heart. I can be there for you if you let me. But like, she's a million miles an hour. And I think that's part of the problem. And I think she starts to back down a little bit in, at, towards the end of the scene, but I imagine Mark is exhausted. Mark has aged. He has grayed mm. through this, you know, two months of knowing her. I mean, it's just been a rough whole, time. During that whole thing where he gets on this monologue about how he knows how to love someone, he just looks so exhausted. I, was like, I mean, oh. I'm sure he does. He's he's like, I never, I know what to do. Let me do it. <laughs> but she's, she's a lot. I think I agree with him. It's like, it'd be too much for me. I'd be like, look, you need too much, too much attention. I don't know. That feels like a bad thing to say, but I also have to live my life yeah. apart from you. That's true. Yeah. Mm. So, then we transition on to... Jasmina and Michael? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we are going to see Michael's hometown somewhere in Massachusetts. I forgot what he said. I think it was... Uh, it said Hyde Park on the screen. Okay, yeah. Hyde Park, um, Massachusetts. Um, they drive by his home. He says that him and his mom lived there from ages 14 to 17. Um, I'm assuming that his... I don't know where all the siblings are at because he's got what the three sisters and the I don't know I'm very confused. But he's the baby. Oh, okay. So I guess maybe they were already out the house at this point. Um, yeah, they might have been like in college or something. Yeah. So he said that him and his mom had such great times in this house, and he shows us some photos of him smiling and laughing with her. And then they go over to a park and they sit down, and he says that him and his brother would wake up super early in the morning every summer and they would work out in the park and he starts to read his letter and he says that in his letter he basically tells his younger self to hug his mom more to spend more time with her when she asks you to go to church with her actually go with her that part actually got me i was like damn this is a real letter it's a real Ooh, letter mike yeah <laughs> yeah, Ooh, yeah. And he, he was letting that, it out 
he said that um you know he just really miss he misses her just really a lot and how everything that she asked him to do he would do it now and to take pictures and to just relish in the moment um so then him and Jasmina start talking and um I don't know. Jasmina said something about how, you know, he wasn't really sharing this with her and how she's, you know, happy that he's finally being vulnerable and opening up to her. And he said that, yeah, you know, if you would have asked me this in the beginning to, you know, I was like, I'm not talking about certain shit. That's not happening. Um, which I thought was very interesting. Um, yeah. Cause apparently Mike was like, it's interesting because the episodes we saw in those early periods, like apparently like it seemed like he was open to talking about his past, but apparently mm-hmm. that's not what was happening. Mm, or maybe, yeah, he was, or, or maybe he was only willing to say like a few things, but not really get into like how he felt. I mean, he, this man was broke down crying at Jasmine to gym. So I'm just, mm. yeah, I'm confused because even him, he says here that, Oh Yeah. You, if you would have asked me this, I wouldn't have told you. But, but are you sure, Mike? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm confused. Maybe it was like specifically around his mom. That seemed to be a really big part. Remember when they're doing the wedding and they had like the pins for his mom? Mm. And I don't think he ever really broached that part of things with Jasmina. Yeah. Um, because even in his letter, the part that really got me is he's like, you know, your mom will beat cancer, you'll celebrate and sing and dance. And then it'll come back and it'll be there to stay. And I was like, oh, yeah. <sighs> this is a lot, Michael. Yeah, that it's, was tough. I was like, I, this feels too real. And then what was Jasmina yeah. doing while he was reading? You know, she was, had her listening ears on as she mm. does. Wow. Um, I think she wow. did ask, like, did your mom ever come to this park with y'all? And he's like, no, we used to like plan to, but she never came. I wish she did. Um, now, it just wasn't the, I think she's trying to like connect emotionally, but I don't think she knows how to do it. I just don't see it as being a strength of hers. Um, I don't know. But girl. he does say this he doesn't feel tough. like she'll judge him. I mean, but they you still and have I, some things to figure out. And all of the, all of the people in America <laughs> watching <laughs> this were like, wow, like this is so sad so tragic and yeah. i imagine i don't think if, he got a hug or anything that's what i'm saying i imagine i don't even know him but if he's sitting there telling me about this experience i would at least reach for him um you know touch him like put my hand on him like just show him that like you know what this is you're 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 sharing so much with us and yeah. like and i i want to be there for you and really help you and, and just just the way she treats him i'm like you're not attracted to this man there's no. no attraction. I mean, this is the thing. Even if not, as a friend, as someone who's living together, <laughs> as a roommate, I feel like you could still be a little bit more empathetic and, you know, reach out and comfort this man. He is talking to you about his mom, who I don't think he's talked to you about before. He's really going through, he's reliving some of this in this in this letter. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I she does say she thinks his growth is beautiful, but she's specifically speaking about his growth throughout the time she's known him. Yeah, that's what she says. Not like, you know, how you've taken care of yourself since all with all this trauma. But, you know, she's like, yeah, things have really you've really done a lot more since I first met you a few weeks ago. So 
<sighs> she leaves a lot to be desired emotionally and Indeed. i don't i don't think she realizes. i don't know for him if he's finding that sexually attractive i mean if she's not <laughs> responding emotionally i don't know if there's any attraction also as they're sleeping in the bed is nothing nothing happening happening. are are we not having any erections any feet rubbing any booty any any nothing no i think you know the answer to that are they putting a pillow between them (laughs) might as well be at this point because like what the fuck like uh yeah i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen with with this couple but um i think we know uh, besties for the rest of, I don't, okay we'll see <laughs> next we have Noy and Steve he's from he, he pronounces this word in a way that I didn't oh, think Wal- I pronounced he's it. from Wal- Waltham I look Waltham. this yeah cause he says okay. something about Wal- Wal- Walthamites Walthamites yeah. like, girl he was that? pronouncing this word and I was like, I was like Waltham Waltham. He's from Waltham, Massachusetts. Yeah, this is about Um, 30 minutes um, outside of Boston because I looked it up. Okay, so he's super close to the city, but like in the burbs Mm -hmm. adjacent. Um, So his family, he takes her to his childhood home where his parents still live. They've lived there forever. It's the only home he's ever lived in, it seems. And I was wondering, is was he living with them when he became a vagabond? Like, was he know. still at home at that time or did he I have honestly, his own place? It seems like he might have had his own place because that room mm-hmm. was for the, the grandkids, right? That's true. That's true. Okay. So Steve takes us around his home. It's very hilly at this street. So they're out like on the deck and he's like, oh yeah, we used to put the car in neutral and like roll it down the driveway. And then we wouldn't start it till we that got like halfway down hysterical. the street. I love it. <laughs> we were sneaking out and I was like, that's really clever. So smart. And his mom was like, the- we knew what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. He says they used to have basement parties. You can ask any Walthamite, you know, about the, his basement. And most people, if they're older, you know, his age, they would know about it. So it seems like Steve was pretty popular. His mom is also, like, walking with them everywhere they go in the house. She's, like, in all the scenes almost. Um, he talks about how him, Jeff, and Dan, which are his brothers, all lived in the same room. Um, they have bunk beds and then like another twin bed. He shows us the room. It's now made up for the grandchildren. Um, and his sister, Jenny, she had her own room because she was a girl. Um, he shows her his stuffed animals, Sparky, that he's had since beginning of time, I guess. Noi and her talking head is like, I mean, the man's 38. He still has a stuffed animal. That's, girl, you shut know. up. It's not in his bed with him. It's just at his mama's house. At his mom's house. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's a keepsake um, at so this crazy. point. She, I think she just can't relate because, you know, her life wasn't like that. Oh, so that's true. That is true. Let's give her some grace. Um, so apparently Steve graduated in 01. He was voted the best dancer of his class. He says he got along <laughs> with everyone. He was popular. It seems like this kid really had like a really strong foundation, like yes. stable parents, stable home life, gets along. He's just really well adjusted. And I think that's what we see in him now and the way he handles her like she's a little bit much for him because she's kind of had a more chaotic upbringing mm-hmm. but he just seems super super strong and even as his mom is sitting there I'm like this she was really involved with him 
as as a kid. Um, so apparently him and his so- his friends recorded a song. At some point, um, he plays it for Noi. Steve is rapping on the song. Mom is singing along. Apparently, he says people around Walf- Waltham. <laughs> he said they they burn CDs and sold when people were right around you would hear it in people's cars. They were like blowing up in their town. <laughs> Here's the thing. Noi, <laughs> do you have an impression about the song? I do. You guys. This song was not giving what I think he thinks it's giving. Noah said it sounds like something she would hear on the radio. Where? I don't know, but I was like, ooh, really? Hot take, Noah. She's hot take. Honestly, coming from a city where, like, there's like a culture of, like, rap, I, (laughs) I, no. Steve is a rapper. No, I can't relate. No, she said her childhood not. wasn't like any of this. She didn't have any of the stuff that he has going on, but I guess it's nice to see. And I think if I was in Noah's position, I would feel comfortable being with him. Like he has a strong foundation. You can have kids with this man. Yeah, exactly. He has a good family life. Like stay in it, even if it feels uncomfortable. Um, Cause he's not harming her. I think she's not always communicating with him, but I guess we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So then we Sad scene. <laughs> we transition into Mark and Lindsay. Um. So JC, um, Mark's cat, is having a rough time. Uh, the 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 cat's eye is like I don't even know what's happening. Is it shut or? He has a sore on his eye. Mark says. Okay, I can't. I couldn't even see the eye. Um, no. so dad says that they have to bring him to urgent care. I'm very interested in like how this sore emerged. Um, if he just woke up one morning and like the eye had a sore, like if this was a gradual thing, like I'm very curious because. Well, I noticed a couple episodes back, this cat has had these sores on his back for a while. Oh, I was like, why is the cat missed? Like half the cat's back is like just. I was like, this, something's going on with this cat. And I didn't know, I didn't know the cat was as old as it is. Yeah. But I was like, are they treating whatever this is? Because there was like no fur. There's patches of fur. The cat is orange. Yeah, and there was like that. big patches missing. I don't think I actually noticed that because I don't like, I don't be looking at the cats. But when I saw the patches, I was like, well, this didn't just happen overnight. As someone who was no. constantly looking at my pets and looking at their bodies. Man. Like, I cannot I was telling imagine. the vet that yesterday. I was like, I give him a good once over, at least once or twice a day. I'm looking right? at all the nooks and crannies, making sure nothing's different. Like, literally, like, one of, like, Gracie had, like, a little red, like, one of her little, like, like, I don't think it's, like, called nipples or whatever. But one of her little things, whatever, was, like, a little red. And I was like, well, what the fuck is this? Mm. Um, so then I, had early. To, I had to put some ointment on it, and it's now gone down. But can mm-hmm. you imagine if she had just, like, patches or sores? And I'm just like, oh, damn. Gotta get that checked well, yeah, out Yeah, that's soon. the thing. I thought that was, I know they have, like, the five cats. So I'm like, this is very obvious. <laughs> you don't have to to look but i wasn't sure i would i assume like okay they're giving this cat medication for this or something mm-hmm. i just didn't yeah. i don't know but apparently more were developing is what mark said he says now there's one on his eye and a couple more new ones that have Goodness. emerged yeah and so i don't 
I don't know what's happening. And then with the vet report, I still was yes. like, that doesn't make sense. So that, that brings me to this. So, yeah. So apparently he says that the x-ray shows something in the lungs that is spreading. Mark, what's in the lungs that's spreading? And it might be time to say goodbye. Why? Like, what's happening? <laughs> so then Lindsay says, well, that will. And then the x-ray thing. OK. So then Lindsay says, OK, well, is didn't. Did this show this before? I'm guessing maybe he brought the vet to the he brought the cat to the vet before and there was nothing in the x-rays. So now he's saying that all of a sudden yeah. there is something in the x-rays. And I'm like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. I'm confused as well because I was like, okay, something in the lungs that could be like fluid in the lungs, right? Um, or the lungs are filling up with fluid. That's like pneumonia. But right, yeah. does that translate to sores, sores on the skin? The body? Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm like, I'm not understanding. And maybe he doesn't want us to know. Um, but then, so then Lindsay's in there. She keeps wrapping the cat up in the blanket. Um, he says in his confessional that he is happy that Lindsay is there to support him. And maybe the tragedy will bring them closer together. So I guess, I guess it's just lights out for the cat. I'm just so confused. I, I'm thinking, well, remember he had that apartment. It was like infested with bed bugs. Do we oh think the bed God. bugs got the cats? Oh my God. I forgot. Or like maybe like a flea situation. Oh, I don't know. Fleas? Lord. I mean, that could be what's going on with the skin and it's just like spreading all over the outer body. But something in the lungs, I don't think would affect the outer body. But I'm, know, I'm not a vet. So. You, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. But Mark okay, says he's, Mark says he's had the cat since the cat was six weeks old. And JC is now 14. This is an old cat. Um, beautiful cat, but just old. And it seems like things are not getting better for him. And he says the vet said that if it was his cat... He'd probably say goodbye, and I was like, "What?" Um, <laughs> I don't know if as a, about. As, a, as a pet owner, I don't know if I'd be like, "Well, I'm all right, that. well, it's, it's time." Nothing's Are happening. My, he's not. In, I mean, if you can't tell me he's in pain right now, like, why do I need to go ahead and cut his last couple of good days short? Um. Oh my God! Apparently, the plague. What? If if the cat has untreated fleas, it can get the plague, which is um, like the bubonic plague. It says here that the plague is carried by infected fleas through rodents and your cat can get it for one of those flea bites or ingesting an infected mouse, mole, rat or squirrel. Ugh. It'll be rapid well, weight loss, fever, uh, mouth ulcers, eye discharge. Hmm. It's a, it can be a lung infection. Oh. Yeah, it's a lung infection. <sighs> and I don't know. started to Google um, No, bed probably bugs. save save yourself. Don't do that. <laughs> so um, I don't have a cat, so I'm going to just look just for cat. I don't want to see nothing about dogs. Just give me the cat. Okay, this was a really hard scene to watch, you know, just having somebody say goodbye to their animal. This I feel like awful. we just lost... We lost Baxter last season, and, and now, you know, we got to say goodbye to JC, even though we didn't know him as well, but and it's I honestly, hard. Jade, I mean, like, I felt so bad, and I was like, did Lindsay do this? Because she said, you know, your life's in shambles. I was really bugs. annoyed that she was there. I don't think I want her there if I, I was had to let my either. animal go, because like, she's you, you keeping focus. tally of all his loss. Yeah, because what would she say the other day? Um, bed bugs, you got no house, got no apartment, got no family. <laughs> Got yeah, no job. She's, she's terrible. Oh, God, it's me. Yeah, and I don't even have JC anymore, so, so 
so Mark is emotional. He's like, you know, it's like having your friend that's always there. And I'm like, yeah, Mark, I know. You know, take some time. You should have had that moment by yourself because she's dead. Yeah, she's like rubbing on him and wrapping the cat, like just yeah, doing stuff. The cat and the blanket over and over. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Don't touch me. See, Mm-mm, I can't have it. Get away from me. Thank you. This is hard, but I think that's um, R.I.P. J.C. I think they did, you know, ultimately let him go. So sad. I, I just, I just, I just have a lot of questions. I'm like, when you decide yeah. to put a, an animal to sleep, I'm like, we, I need to know, like, have we exhausted everything? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but I don't. I don't know. Because they went to the emergency vet, too. This wasn't even his regular vet. Right. I'm like, don't y'all don't want to wait till y'all get to the home vet? Like, mm. fuck, fuck that. I'm I don't like, know. I don't wait, to, wait for my doctor before we make any rash decisions. Yeah. Get a grip. So, I don't know. Well, they're, ha- they're well, having a tough RIP. season, these two RIP. people. <laughs> um, okay. Next, we see Katina, hoping to learn more about her. She takes us to an Episcopal church, um, and they're sitting at the front on the pews. Um, I cannot believe t- they, they don't do church. <laughs> I was like, y'all are, are I, I was wow. like, what an interesting place. This what is not what I expected that? to see. What did you I was hoping that? we would see her house or, you know, meet her family. I just wasn't expecting to be in church. I didn't like that. Don't bring no, I don't like that at all. Like. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. So. <sighs> yeah, and bless she, that church for actually agreeing to that. I would have been like, y'all can get the fuck out. Actually. So <laughs> she's like, are you going to pray with me? And he's like, sure, whatever. Ooh. They don't actually pray. So but she dumb. talks about in her childhood, they spent a lot of time at church. She says every Sunday they could not get out of it. It was just like nothing they had to do. But she enjoyed it. She made a lot of friends there. Her friend that was a bridesmaid at her wedding, she met there. She talks about they did a ring purity class like in middle school to not have sex until after she got married, but she wasn't going to wait that long. As Katina's talking, Olajuwon cannot help but jumping in and sharing some of his own experiences. It's just, it's not about him right now. It's supposed to be about Katina, but he's saying that his dad used to always pick them up for church, even though they wouldn't see him very much any other time. His dad picked them up for church and then take them out for cheeseburgers after. Katina says her family used to get donuts after service, and she said it would be her mom, her grandma used to live with them, um, and then her brothers. She talks about the power of prayer and how that was really um, important for her as she was growing up. She says when she found out her mom had breast cancer, well, she found out her mom had breast cancer during this process, and so I guess that's why maybe we haven't seen a lot of her family. Mm. Um but she prayed about that, and she didn't feel like God was going to take her mom away um, due to breast cancer. And apparently, Elijah said his mom had breast cancer, too. Yeah, I didn't know so, any of this. I was like, oh, my God. So that's Elijah's mom. Michael's mom had some form of cancer. Oh, she had breast cancer, too, because they had pink pins. And then Katina's mom. So oh, quite a lot of scary things happening um, with these people. Olajuwon asked if Fatina would raise kids in the church. She says definitely 100%. He agrees. Um, I don't know if they're going to church during this process, but it sounds like that's they're on the same page with that at least, even <laughs> if they're not on any other of the same <laughs> pages. Silver lining. 
Yeah, a bit, a bit of a silver lining. So I guess they're okay right now. Yeah, I just, um, yeah, I just, like I said, just them being in this church. I don't like filming in church. I just didn't like it. I was like, you brought this man in here to spread lies um and foolishness in saint mary's episcopal church and i didn't like you think that she's spreading lies no i said you brought i said that she brought this man in him for him to spread lies oh for him to spread lies okay but i mean at the same time like you can't lie in church i mean like he just looks so uncomfortable it did seem like some strange body language. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. Like he seemed. You talk about how you weren't following the rules of the purity class. I mean, goodness. <laughs> like what? Y'all need. <laughs> and then again with no makeup. Did you notice she wasn't wearing makeup again? Katina's tired. You know, is at first I is? thought she. Ch- <laughs> at first I thought she changed her look, but then I was like, oh no, this oh. is just. You know, she's tired. So she's just she she so she he's wearing her down. Is that what we think? Probably. It's taking a lot for her to be with him. Damn, damn, damn. <sighs> um, so then we get to Noy and Steve. Mm-hmm. They are at some strange dance class. <laughs> um Na- Noy says that her favorite memories were her dancing and having fun. When was this, Noy? Because you said life was hard. I don't know, I can't I can't keep up. Um, so they are doing some sort of, I honestly don't know what type of dance this was. Um, jazz, I'm going to say hip maybe? hop. All the kids would call it the hip hop. Would they? Cause I did not my, I, it's not the hip hop I'm seeing on, on the Instagram. <laughs> um, but Noy says that they were encouraged to express themselves. Wait, what? No, we're, they not, were encouraged. not encouraged. Okay. To express themselves. And so dancing, let her let go and be free. So the instructor comes in, her eyebrows are like non-existent, <laughs> just like pieces. Just she pencil. has a hard life. And she's jugging and jiving. Um, I can't even tell like what they were dancing to. Like, I just couldn't tell what was going on. Noi and Steve actually don't look too bad while they're dancing. Steve mentions that in her Instagram stories that she's always singing and dancing. Damn, I was like, not this low shade, Steve. <laughs> um, and so he's so he's like, you know, he's glad to see her, you know, dancing and happy in her element. I was like, damn, she'd be doing everything on her Instagram stories. Sharing her life, expressing mm-hmm. herself. So then um, Noy says again that, you know, feelings and emotions weren't acceptable in her household. And that's why when she has arguments, she's not good at expressing herself. And that growing up, she didn't do that. And it doesn't come natural to her. So she's expressing this mm. to Steve. Steve says that he always had the environment to dream and to feel anything. And she, Noi feels like she's trying to hold on to her independence as an individual when it comes down to social media. Steve says that he's had many considerations for her feelings because he wants to put her feelings first, but he wants that same respect back. Mm-hmm. So this is after the dance class. They're sitting there, you know, having a talk. And Noi's basically trying to say that Somehow this social media thing is tied to her being independent. I don't know, y'all. I'm not buying it. What do you think? Yeah. I think she's trying to say, like, for her own self-expression. Well, I guess what I got from that is her parents, she was saying they didn't allow her to be upset. And so, like, if she was upset, she had to deal with that by herself. Like, they, you know, fix your face. We ain't about to do that here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so she also mentions they had a basement with mirrors where she could dance in. And so she would dance there sometimes when I guess her parents were working because she said they worked a lot. Um, but it sounds like any kind of expression she did had to be like outside of their eye. And maybe that's why she's feeling like social media is her safe place because her parents aren't telling her what to do on social media. But now Mark is. I mean, I'm Mark Steve. Um, oof. But at the same time, I think Steve is saying like, look, you need to learn how to communicate. Even though you've never done it before. And she's like, but social media. And I think she's just trying to hold on to everything. So Um, Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. He does reassure her. He's saying, you know, I'm not trying to stifle you. I'm just trying to make sure we're meeting in the middle here. Exactly. She can't see that. She's just not at the same level of emotional maturity as he is. Um because he's been able to express himself and been able to communicate and his family's supportive. And she's, I guess, been trying to figure things out on her own with her mm-hmm. siblings. Also, that was interesting when she first said, like, they weren't allowed to express emotions. So I was like, wow, because, you know, Sriracha seems very expressive. And yeah. so these parents, it seems like that backfired, you know? Yeah, I was about to say, damn, that's probably what happened. <laughs> It just seems like it didn't work out because Sriracha is very expressive. Noi is dancing and singing secretly all the time, apparently. <laughs> on, her, so, on her Instagram <sighs> stories. That yeah. really tickled me. When he was like, yeah, she'd be also always singing and dancing on her Instagram story. I'm like, damn, she'd be doing everything on these stories. I Except know, but he also them. said, like, she he'll catch her in the bathroom, like, with the hairbrush <laughs> singing yeah. in the mirror still. It's she so says funny. it makes her feel better. She pretends she's a singer and, you know does her thing and i was like okay that explains a lot because remember when we saw like her intro package and she was yes like, she has that alter ego and noisy yeah yeah and she would be like singing <laughs> and dancing on the bed i was like this makes a lot of sense now i get it yeah it's yes i i think it's good inside i think she still has a lot of work to do she needs to oh, get in yes. somebody's chair Absolutely. um <laughs> <laughs> but I think she's starting to connect the dots for herself. I just think it could be a bit more expedited should she be in someone's chair. But, yeah, you I know. Agree. I agree. <sighs> um, Dr. Pepper goes to visit Jasmina and Michael. Jasmina is making a bouquet for Michael because Michael says men don't get flowers. Um, Dr. Pepper's like, I give my man flowers. Uh <laughs> We learn a lot about Dr. Pepper in this scene, and I'm... Oh, I'm sorry, not this scene. The scene with Noi and Steve, we learn a lot about her. We'll get there. Um, so, Dr. Pepper asks about the turning point. Jasmina says it was after Dr. Viviana's exercise, that one where they were, I guess, doing the... It was supposed to be Tantra or something like that, where they were blindfolded and feeding each other food. Um, they have. She says they haven't had any conflict then since then. Um... Dr. Pepper notes that Jasmina has softened a bit and she asks them what they've had to unlearn. Michael says for him, he's had to really work on not handling things by himself and letting Jasmina in to what's going on with him. Similarly, she says she's had to unlearn being so independent because I guess her stepmom, the one who raised her, kind of gave her the impression that, girl, you never know when a man is going to leave. You got to be able to do things by yourself. 
And Jasmina being abandoned by both of her biological parents, you know, stayed true to that. And so she doesn't depend on any man. Which again, therapy is a great resource should you be struggling Indeed. with like, you guys, some of these issues. It's like these are real problems. These are real people's lives, and I get that. And I wish when people identified that they have these issues, like I don't really want to open up to anybody, like that they try to figure out why that is and do some actual work in that area instead of just letting it be there. Yeah. Um, he talks about wanting kids in two to three years and she's like, well, she want to have kids in a year and a half um, or to be trying in 18 months. And Dr. Harper's like, well, how is that going to happen? Because, <laughs> because how? Um, Jasmina says she doesn't have the urge to kiss him. She doesn't feel like she could just run up and kiss. Like she doesn't know what to do to get that motion, nice. the intimacy going. <laughs> she was like, maybe if I just start kissing him, then I want to more like, oh. She has no idea what to do. Dr. Pepper says she sees intimacy between them. I personally think it's more of like a friendly intimacy. Like, you're my best pal. Um, Michael still is talking about he wants the romance to grow between them. I don't know who's going to start growing this romance. I just don't know. We only have like eight days left, maybe nine. And so what is that supposed to look like? How do we get there in a week and a couple days? They're not getting there. Should we just take a shower naked and kiss? Like, what's 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 the? <laughs> what do we do? I mean, Jasmina says she don't feel nothing. She has no urge to kiss him, no urge to hug him, no urge to fuck him. She ain't got no urge. They need to play like Truth or Dare, Seven Minutes in Heaven. What do we need to do? I mean, honestly, I feel like you can kiss somebody without having the urge to. You don't have to have the urge to kiss somebody. It's just the fact, like it. Everything she's saying, can you imagine if someone's like, I just don't even have the urge to kiss you? I'd be like, well, then, like, I mean, how would that make you feel? I mean, I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, I would, I probably wouldn't keep pursuing it, but I guess they're married, so. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's not good. I just feel like throughout this process, you know, they're sharing the bed together. They are doing that, which is more than we got with some people last season. They are sharing the bed together. So I'm wondering if they are not like you know how like you're laying in bed with someone you're talking to them you're engaging with them it seems like the kiss would happen right then like a I mean, kiss a make out like but he's lighting thing. candles every night like what's where, where are we going wrong <laughs> but listen he they played scrabble one night till 12 o'clock <laughs> nothing is like she they're friends man they don't know she how is, to play scrabble when you're playing scrabble when you play Scrabble with someone you're interested in, you're supposed to do like some little suggestive words exactly. and like make some quips. Like you got to make what, it sexy. That's what people who you have the urge to kiss. Yeah, like you could be like kiss, orgasm. Like there's, you can spell it out. You know where your head is at instead of being like shoe. You know? She don't have you the know? urge because she's not attracted to him. <sighs> I just feel like attraction. Man, I feel like there's a lot of ways to kind of engage in this sexual conversation that would hopefully get us to have some some level of kissing or something. But I just don't know. It's like, I don't know. I guess she did tell him he won't make her vagina wet. Now she don't want to kiss him. Like, he was just one of the girls at this point. Poor Michael. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't seem like anyone 
knows. I think Michael is hopeful, but at this point, I don't see it happening. If it hasn't happened yet, I don't know. Just don't know. Mm. <sighs> oh, you can take yeah. us back to Noi. Oh, yeah, Noi and Steve. So I don't have many notes about this. They're doing the exercise um, about writing a letter to themselves. I think this is just Noi's letter. Did Steve mm-hmm. do a letter? I must have missed it. No, I don't think we saw his. Yeah, okay. So she's writing a letter to her to her younger self, and she said that she's writing from the ages uh, between 5 to 10. Um, she basically um, tells her younger self that, you know, you're always going to be worried about your family, and, you know, you can't express your emotions or process emotions, and everything will feel scary and heavy, but things will get better. Um, I believe she starts crying at some point, and, like, it seems like this – this letter was very therapeutic for her mm-hmm. um but steve seems a little concerned at the end because he said that there's a lot to unpack here and to me it, it seems like he was kind of looking at her like damn like there are some things here that we need to address yeah well one thing she mentioned was seeing her mom come home for work with blood stains on yeah. her face from working so hard and i don't know what did her parents do do we know I I guess she was working at a factory like slaughtering animals or something, but I don't know why else she would have blood blood on her face. Why do we think she slaughtered? Oh, because of the blood spatter. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I thought like maybe like a chicken factory or something. I don't know. Don't they have those in Boston? Like Purdue or somebody like that? Tyson? Yeah, so that's all I got from that was that Noi seemed to really appreciate doing that letter. Yeah, um, she said she, she felt like a burden because her parents were working so hard. She was like really yeah. digging deep at this letter. Um, yeah. I think that's why Steve was like, "Ooh, all right." Yeah, I think that's why. I think the mo- the most I got from that was that he was looking at her like, "Damn, like this is this is a lot." So. Yeah, it sounds like his parents were you know there and available to support him, and hers were working so hard, and she. I guess that's where she gets her work value from. It feels like everyone needs to be working. I don't mm, know. That's probably true. Because, I mean, she watched her parents literally work themselves to the bone. Meanwhile, Steve in the bed, so. <laughs> Lazy piece of shit. <laughs> Vagabonding. <sighs> How dare you take four months off and just hop around the U.S.? Goodness. Yeah. No work ethic. She's, so, I think that's hard to appreciate. Indeed. So then I think we, this is Lindsay and Mark, right? We're transitioning mm-hmm. to. Um, so we are at, actually, I don't know if this had the anything. The woods. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know <laughs> if this has any significance to Lindsay. Um, We're just in the woods. But they're in the woods. Mark's sweatshirt, he has this great sweatshirt on that I really enjoyed. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, it was like something called, ah, oh, damn, did I not write it down? Damn, I didn't write it down, but I actually really liked it. Um, but they are walking in some sort of uh, forest, um, <laughs> and she it's is very still Lindsay. talking in her confessional about how he needs to choose her and put her first in his actions. Um, she said that when she was little, um, she used to walk around and kind of just like create things, and how she always felt like she wasn't she wasn't wanted in her home. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that, excuse me, Lindsay, her dad was always home and that he was always providing for them 
and then her mom wanted to be oh wait no her dad was working and then the mom wanted to be a stay-at-home mom but apparently wasn't suited for that so then she grew resentful of her time and her mom cared for her mom was basically two parents the mom and the dad and she just didn't handle the stress of that very well Mm. So then Lindsay reads her letter, her letter, which is basically a love letter to herself, saying that everyone's going to say that you're being too much and that you're too hyper and you're too this and you're too that. <laughs> but really, you're unique and you don't need to change. So basically, it was just like, keep <laughs> doing you, girl. Um, so this was really interesting because I'm trying to understand why Lindsay and her mom kind of are estranged. And even with this coded language, I, I still can't really understand it sounds like her mom was a stay-at-home mom, but apparently wasn't suited for that. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, she that didn't means. really elaborate a whole lot. She did talk about like she used to try to run away to like her friends' houses, and she never felt like she belonged anywhere. Um, she said there wasn't. Didn't feel like her house had love in it. Which, but, she, but I'm like, but why? Like, what? But yeah. her dad was there, and she has a great relationship with her dad now. So I'm just like, so then what are we missing? I don't. I don't know. I mean. I think that that'll be I don't imagine we're far from learning that because I feel like it's a big piece of her story but I don't know um Mark does say he appreciates the vulnerability and seeing a different (laughs) side of her that's not like chaotic and you know in overdrive all the time and he tells her he thinks she'd be a good role model for her younger self she did try and like she went underneath some branch or a bush and tried to I thought she was taking him into a hole I was like, the fuck is this? That's what he was saying, too, girl. He was like, no, we're not going in there. <laughs> like, but why are we even, like, sometimes... And, and it's not, like, hyper energy. It's just, like, randomness. Like, why are we doing that? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot for an adult. It's almost like the energy of a, a child. Um, yeah, I agree, actually. You know how, like, your niece comes and, like, she has oh y'all doing gosh. a bunch of stuff? That's yes. what this is like. <laughs> it truly it's is. It's a whole plan. Except, but she's, you know, but she's, you know, in her head. So she's, you know, thinking and using her imagination. And, like, she's a child. Meanwhile. Lindsay is thinking and using her imagination, too. Well, I don't, it's just not gonna, it's just. But your niece is a child. My niece is a child and doesn't, my niece doesn't do any of that. So she's just, you know, bored (laughs) all the time, I guess. But, anywho, um, travel back to Noy and Steve. They're practicing their dance routine before Dr. Pepper arrives. Looks like they're getting it down. Looks a lot tighter. They're working on it. Um, so maybe that's a good activity for them to bond over now they've done the class and kind of have a routine to work on together. It gives them a little something. Um, Noy says she feels like she's made progress in expressing herself through this. Um, Steve admits that he didn't really think that not moving in if they say yes after decision day would be an option like why would that why would he have to consider that they wouldn't move in it just seems like the next step um but he says he does want to honor noise feelings uh we learned that dr pepper was married for 23 years in her first marriage um she's now married again for 16 years this time which i'm like this woman is a professional wife (laughs) Uh, (laughs) She's been married for 16 years this time, and her and her husband live separately, intentionally. Very interesting. And Noi, I know. So Noi is very excited about this because apparently this sounds like an idea for Noi. Like, yes, let's just live separately, and that way I don't have to give up my independence and we can still be married. 
Um, but Dr. Pepper says, well, in my marriage, my first marriage, we were raising kids, so we didn't live separately um, because we had to raise kids. And now that she's been in this 16-year marriage, she says they have to be really intentional about you know how they're working, how they're working together, when they're seeing each other, making sure that they're still maintaining a connection even though they're living separately. Um, I just feel like she just opened up a can of worms. She said she didn't want to feel like a hypocrite by telling them to live together. So whatever. Um, Noi says that she, she still wants kids and she wants to make sure they incorporate each other into their routines. And she still wants Steve in her life every day. Steve says you can't productively raise kids living apart. But his parents have always been married, so I don't think he really has an idea about how people co-parent. I don't think it's impossible, but it seems just like an odd start. Like, we're married, we don't, let's have kids and then live apart and co-parent when we don't have to. It's just very non-traditional. Um, and I don't know if I would want to, truthfully. Like, kids are a lot of work. I need somebody to be there. <laughs> like, if you can be there be there well yeah um, and like i don't think noi she, it just doesn't seem like she knows what's happening like you want kids you want a family you want the three kids but then you don't want to live together because you want your independent like what are you talking about like she's just, still very she's still just very immature in the way she sees things and the options she's considering because it's just not viable yeah how are you gonna be you're gonna tell your husband don't live with you but you still want him to <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to give you kids like girl like i just don't get it i think she, yeah she needs she could benefit from having like mentors and role models and like older people who are further along in life to kind of help guide her because she she needs like some elders in her life mm-hmm. that could be more beneficial i agree yeah um she's stressing me out oh goodness so then I just feel like it's always something. Sorry. Honestly, it's always something without everyone at the <laughs> table, honestly, at this point, except for Steve. <laughs> Steve's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm yeah. ready. If she divorces Steve, Steve's going to get married next year to somebody. Girl, hello. <laughs> I try to tell the girl, don't fumble the bag. <laughs> Got a, a uh, almost ideal partner. I'm sure he's not perfect, but a very strong partner. Yeah. Exactly. And you just have to kind of bring yourself up to that level to be she a good partner for too him. Much baggage. <sighs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But go ahead. Sorry. Mm, I'll get off of her. So then we um, transition into Mark and Lindsay again. Um, we are visiting Mark's childhood home. I believe they are in Quincy. I don't know where that is, y'all. Somewhere. Because um, he went to North Quincy High School. Yeah. Um, it's been two years since he's been there. Um, he said it's changed a lot. He was there um, two years ago, I think, like, right before his dad died. Mm-hmm. Um, he says it's very different. He is extremely emotional. He says Ooh, that, boy, this took him back. Yes. He says that his mom, apparently he'd be outside with his dad. His dad would be sitting on the ledge or something, and his mom would yell out the window, dinner. Um, and then, I don't know, apparently she was yelling at some other stuff. I don't really know. Um <laughs> He says that his dad, in the letter, he talks a lot about the roles that people had in his life. So, like, he said mm-hmm. that his mom would clean, cook, and take care of the house. 
-hmm. and then your dad will provide and then something about his uncle was doing some stuff and other people were doing stuff and we see lots of photos of him as a child um, he gives his younger self advice and he says to love your parents more than you know and spend more time with them Lindsay says that Mark feels very deeply and she's grateful that he's being vulnerable and sharing these feelings with her Mark says that he would love to raise um, a family in that home um, and Lindsay's like well you mean a home like this and he's like no I want this exact home <laughs> um, for some reason when he was doing this letter it just didn't touch me the way like Mike's letter did mm. I don't know it was just something it was just weird um, just language um, but Mark was just very emotional. Um, you can tell he's still healing from like all the loss he's experienced. And again, you know, therapy is, is available. Yeah. Well, I guess from, not for him right now since he's unemployed. But, but still, there are some know, there are low so cost sliding scale options. Don't so let that be a deterrent, options. guys. Um, from this, I noticed Mark. Mark was having a hard time communicating. Period. Yes, even before he like, got to the letter. He was so he was, upset. He was saying, you know, he used to spray paint his friend's initials on the walkway. And um, when he was saying, he was saying his dad would sit out there and his mom would just sit at the window the whole time. And Lindsay was like, you know, oh, is she yelling about dinner? And Mark said, no, she'd be yelling at him, like, stop talking to people. Nobody wants to talk to you. Like, she would belittle him from the window. And she would just sit there the whole day, like stare out at him while he's like talking to people on the street, like waving at whoever's passing by. How did I miss this? <laughs> it was, I don't know, but Mark was like also bringing up, he was bringing up a lot of stuff. He was like, they, he was like, it looks so different. They've paved it and they did something else, but he was like, they didn't paint it. But he was like, this was different and this was different. He's just like, you can tell he has a mental image of how it was before. Mm -hmm. And there have been some upgrades in the two years that he's been there, but he was also saying it feels like you know his dad was just there yesterday like sitting out there like everybody had their routine their role um and mark played with i guess all the kids in the neighborhood and even though his mom was yelling at his dad all day you know that's that was their family and so i think as he was trying to articulate you could just see his mind was like all over the place this is another example kind of like when um that last time he met with Dr. Last time he met with Pastor Cal, and Pastor Cal took him to that deep place of him and his parents, and he's you know right back there again. And we just really need some therapeutic intervention because he's having a hard time. He wants to live in this house. Lindsay's like, well, no, we need our own house. I'm not not going to compete with your family. She's not being very compassionate at all about it. Mm -hmm. But he's saying you know all his happy memories are there, even his sad memories are there. He just feels attached. Which is, it's hard because, you know, we don't live there anymore. Yeah. But I guess that's the last place his dad was. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Very and then sad. he's like, well, what if we paint it? Could we live in it if we paint it? And I was like, Mark, just, you got to say goodbye, bud. You just yeah, got to move it's on. It's hard, and I don't know the timeline between him going to this house and him losing JC. It just seems like Mark is going through a lot in every episode. Because mm -hmm. like, he also I, has a fight with, with Lindsay every episode, too. Yeah, I just don't understand, like, was Mike ready for this? Or I'm going to say Mike. Was Mark ready for this? <laughs> well, both. Mark and Mike. Shit, I don't know. 
I mean, I know they said he had applied before, so now they felt like they owed it to him, I guess. And I think at that point when they chose him, they thought that this would be a good situation for him, not realizing that she's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But ideally, he'd be with someone who can be super supportive and not as needy, like someone that would caretake him as well. I think that's what they thought they were getting with her. And she wants to do that, but she's like not, not as soft and gentle Mm-hmm. as he needs i think yeah that's true it's rough poor guy yeah that's unfortunate <sighs> let's wrap this thing up but at least this last scene i have did you uh <laughs> okay y'all so we have katina and elijah on i've got some notes but i want you to um just jump in as needed because this was a very bizarre Ooh, first of all um, this dress let's jump in there i don't even this was no like words. Our friend Katina, she got this bright orange mini dress with a collar. I don't know. I guess it's on par with the things she usually wears. But this is their Dr. Pepper visit, and this is what Katina puts on. I was so. like, what is this? Like, I'm just like, honestly, it, 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 it tracks. So it's fun. Yeah, it's per the course. Go ahead. Sorry, I just wanted to start um, there. So then we're there with Dr. Pepper. Um, Olajuwon says that, you know, the things that he needs before decision day is that they need to have deeper conversations about life. Um, Olajuwon says that they both talked about having kids in two years, and he is concerned that Katina can't finish school and then apparently go to nursing school, travel, and be a wife. Olajuwon says that he went to college, he went to high school, then went to college right after that because Tina is still in school. Can Katina finish her bachelor's and finish her nursing while being married and having a child? And he also wants to make sure that he is happy and satisfied as well. Katina says that Elijah requires a little more attention, a higher level of attention than most. He, you know, acknowledges that he has a lot to deal with. And she says that it could be draining. He says that if he were her, he would lock in and dedicate his life to himself, graduating from college. He says that he isn't going anywhere and he doesn't want her to do that. He wants her to choose herself. He Uh wants to look out for what's best for her. And so at some point he starts crying and the producers are like, are you saying that you would tell her to say no? And he was like, if I was, if I were her, I would say no because I think that she needs to put herself first. Thoughts? I mean... I just feel like you have to let people make their own decisions. And if you if you say no because you want her to put herself first, why do you think that she's going to do that? She's going to just listen to you and be like, all right, I finished. Now let's be together. You think she's just going to follow that logic? And you want her to finish school, so you're going to divorce her so she'll finish school? I mean, my thing is I actually understand, like, let's say I'm – you know, 30 years old, I'm in my mm-hmm. career as a wastewater manager. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm ready. You know, I've paid off. I, I don't know. I guess he's paid off his home, I'm assuming, and mm-hmm. doesn't have any loans and wants to travel, see the world, have some kids in two years. And then you meet someone who's not quite on that timeline, who is unfortunately still getting their bachelor's. And then nursing is usually, what, a two- or three-year after that yeah depending on depending on what you're trying to be yeah 
So then two years, then you got to do nursing school and have a child and be married and deal with him. I mean, no shade, but like that doesn't sound like fun. For yeah, I mean, involved. I get what he's saying, <laughs> but like this, these are the facts from the beginning. Yeah, that's true, too. This isn't I, yeah, new information. That's true. And I definitely wish. Yeah, it does feel a little bit like, OK, like, when were you going to bring this up? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like, m- Maybe it was always in his head. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he has going on in his mind. But I I do... mean, he changes what's going on in his mind. Because at first he was yes. really concerned about the cooking and cleaning. Now yes, he's concerned cooking, about... Cleaning and cooking. But it kind of... But it all goes... I feel like it all kind of goes into the same issue of that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have time to cook and clean. You're not going to have time to raise a child. And again, like, I didn't like his language. And he was like, you doing this and you about to have a kid. And you're going to get married. You're going to get pregnant. It's like, no. That's mm-hmm. going to be your child, so you'll have to help at the same... I mean, it's your child. But at the yeah. same time, I do understand the whole thing of, like, we're in two different um, phases of life. Like, cause yeah. I, I mean, because no shade. Like, at my age, like, I'm not... If you were in school at my... <laughs> and you were trying to talk to me, I'd be like, all right, we're just not... Like, no. What? No. We're not very aligned. Like, I'm in my career. I would like for you to be in your career as well. Right. And that's At okay. least... You know, it's okay, but I feel like I would pick up on that immediately. Be like, okay, so what are we gonna uh, do here? What are you doing? (laughs) But she's a benefit calculation analyst. Is that not a career? What does that mean? But she is still. So I'm confused though, because like, if she is full time, this is her second career. If she's like nursing, and then she's getting her bachelor's. And then I guess it's going to go on to... Ner- like, already, I'm just, like, too much happening for me. Sorry. Yeah. But he did like, say she's very passionate about her schooling, and she wants to to finish that. And I think she believes she can do it all. So, I mean, as the husband, do you let her try, or do you be like, nah, you can't do it. You can do it all, just not with me. Yeah, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Thank you. Mm. Sorry. I mean, I'm sure you will do it all, but I, I don't know. I'm good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where we end, guys. I mean, honestly, I'm not sure, you know, it's looking like trouble for all the couples. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know who's going to stay together and who is still together. I mean, we I have was people watching, who... Because I was watching um, After Party and Elijah. Oh, was there some tea that was spilled at After he Party? He had his ring on. Elijah? Yeah. He's had his ring on the whole time. This is the first episode that I, mm. he did not have his ring on. That's interesting. I remember she called him one episode mm-hmm. to ask him about whatever. He had his ring on. And this is the one episode. I don't know if they just filmed this recently, but he didn't have it on this time. I was like, mm. Well, remember they had some sketchy footage after that fight that they had, like, like, were forced to do, so. Oh, that's true. I'm wondering. I could see them not making it, though, because he's so aggressive in his communication, and she don't know if she's coming or going, so. Yeah, I agree. I could I just agree. see them missing each other, but. I don't know, man. I don't know. Tell me about what you're watching. So I am watching season four of Yellowstone. Oh. Um, this is the ep- this is a season that they just released on um, Peacock. Um, and if you guys have been listening to us for some time, you know that I I was introduced to Yellowstone, I believe, last year, last summer, maybe, and was yeah, obsessed. I think so. You're blowing through it. Yes, because I was trying to plan a trip to. Bozeman, Montana, it fell through because of life. Um, but basically, it's about a sixth-generation homesteader and devoted father 
who controls the largest contiguous, wait, contiguous ranch in the U.S. Um, he operates in a corrupt world where politicians are compromised of influential oil and lumber corporations. It is amazing, you guys. It is one of like my favorite shows ever in life. Eight billion stars around. Um, I love it. So I'll be watching that on Peacock. Um, please get it if you can. It's great. Love Wee. it. What are you watching? I don't even know at this point in my <laughs> life. I'm trying to think, and I'm like, I don't know what I watched. So the regular things, Atlanta is on. It's I need to. I've been watching it, but I think I need to watch it again closer because there are a lot of hidden messages. Um, if y'all watch that, it's FX. I believe, mm -hmm. um, produced by Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. There are some deep cuts throughout the seasons. This is season three that's out now. So I would definitely recommend it. Um, it's just you need to watch closely, yeah. I'll say. Um, so give that a look and a listen. Um, I think that's pretty much it for me. Did you start Severance? Um, I, I paused it to, to finish uh, Yellowstone, so okay. I'm going to have to keep that on the back burner there. Okay. I mean, it'll be there. Um, I need to pick that back up, too, so yeah. it just hasn't yeah. happened. You know, life is happening. We're getting closer mm -hmm. to summer. Masks aren't required on flights anymore it's, here it's, in the United the wild, States. wild, wild west out here, you guys. Just trying to so, survive. Yeah, I mean, that's the goal. Just survive for today, and that's enough stay alive and yeah. that would be enough but we'll be back next week for oh my god is, is that not the finale next week like i'm it's time to girl wrap you know they probably take a break and stuff before the i don't know what the actual um, i did screenshot it let me see what the schedule is so we have another oh. oh my god another episode this coming wednesday and then the following week may 4th is decision day jesus okay like, what are the, so all we're gonna do next week and then is we have a a reunion or something two-part reunion okay oh, i'm annoyed wow. like i don't know what are we gonna talk about next week what, what are we gonna talk about i says the episode is are you in or are you out issue is is you ain't uh ready? <laughs> four couples prepare for decision day and i guess we have decision day and uh mm, all right well few more episodes and then i guess we'll need to know when the next season comes out because they've been pushing these things out very yeah. swiftly um anywho's so y'all listen to us for a little while longer we'll be accepting bets for who's going to stay together and who's not and um oh. all right let See us you guys know next like week. share <laughs> Like, share, subscribe to us. Download us. Tell your friends to download us and to rate us. Five stars, nothing less. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Thanks. Bye.